0: we are back we were on a break and what the greatest thing is is that we're probably going to be taking another break for christmas pretty quickly after this probably
1: but you know such is life such is life they get what we give them damn it
0: yeah we love you guys but we also have lives
1: oh bother this does feel weird though i feel like we haven't done this in what three weeks probably
0: yeah we have not i am rusty like i wrote my story today and i was like fuck this is rough i feel super rusty yeah yeah so uh bear with us as we get back into the groove only to lose the groove again
1: yep we get our (laughs) groove back just to give it away
0: all over again yeah um so you're you're uh you're married now i am it's so weird (laughs) i can't quite get used to it calling him your husband instead of your fiance
1: oh yeah that's bizarre and like my last name is different like everything is all mm. topsy-turvy
0: cattywampus yeah it takes it takes some time to adjust Yeah.
1: damn and like i did not know that post-wedding like blues were such a mm. thing
0: it's a very real thing
1: yeah i did not <laughs> nobody told me actually people did try to warn me and i was like no <laughs> And I'm Some like, time. I'm like, no, it's gonna be great, and it is great, but it's also just ugh, a lot.
0: It's a lot, yeah. You've and- prepared for so long, and you've prepared doubly long because your wedding got postponed because of yeah. fucking the Panda Express right now. The- <laughs> <laughs> what we're calling the pandemic now <laughs> I, I alternate between panera bread panda express <laughs> panera um, bread. panini once in a while this panini <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's that's more festive i like it yeah
0: yeah so <laughs> um yeah
1: and if i do say so myself rachel you made just
0: a beautiful bridesmaid Thank you. You are an absolutely stunning bride. Oh,
1: thank you so much.
0: We should share a few pictures. Yeah, we can do that. Um, and everything was gorgeous. It was such a good time. <gasps> such a good time. I got entirely uh, too fucking blazed at your reception. <laughs> uh, di- yeah, did you? Oh, good. I At one point... <laughs> <laughs> At one point, Joey had fucked off to somewhere because that boy can't sit still. And <laughs> I was just standing, uh, standing there. And Lauren was next to me and she's like, are you OK? And I, I had just like a fucking look on my face, I guess. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just really fucking high right now. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. I wanted
1: everyone to get. um intoxicated by whatever substance they chose yeah, I attempted, for meth no meth yeah allowed.
0: yeah i attempted the alcohols but it didn't it didn't mesh well um so no like, you're
1: you're not you're not a you're not a drinker
0: no not anymore i hit a little too hard when i was underage and now it's just not like I get rashes and stuff I'm allergic and that's what started to happen and I was like well fuck this so let's just switch to weed
1: (laughs) yeah no that's good that's great I'm glad that you I'm glad that you imbibed on something
0: there there was a point where I just started like smirking and giggling for absolutely no reason
1: oh that's the best kind
0: yeah it was a good time um and once again poor lauren had to call me out on it like are you good and i'm like yeah i'm fine (laughs) just really fucking high (laughs) so it was it was a great great time everything was beautiful uh and you're now married
1: i am oh i can stop shaving my legs oh yeah i mean i kind of already did but
0: yeah i gave up on it a long time ago (laughs)
1: Well, to cope with my with my post wedding um on Wii, I've been watching a lot of <laughs> Golden Girls. <laughs> Fucking love Golden Girls. That show yes. holds up. In most ways.
0: There's some yeah. ways where I'm like, Ugh. There's some cringy shit, but uh-huh. like for the most part it was definitely very progressive and we always spew our love of the golden girls on this show
1: oh yeah it's excellent so I wanted because I know you are like a super fan like I'm yeah. a, I'm a big fan I think you're a super fan
0: yeah I I really fucking love the golden girls like I've probably watched the series the whole way through over a hundred times by now in my life well so.
1: that's why I wanted to take that uh this quiz that I sent you it's from what's it from mental floss Mental yeah. floss the Golden Girls Ultimate Fan Quiz. And I told you no, what did I say? No No cheating, cheating. you,
0: what'd you call me? You dirty bitch. (laughs) Yes, yep. (laughs) I couldn't remember if it was shady or dirty, but
1: yeah. It was dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yes, it was 25 questions and it was kind of, it was a
0: little bit, what did you think? Did you think it was hard? There were some questions that like, I was like, wow. Yeah, like a typical, like, a casual watcher would definitely not have would definitely
1: yes, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So what was your percentage? I
0: got 92%. I missed two questions.
1: Fuck. I got a 76.
0: Oh, uh, how dare you? <laughs> I know. Well, the two questions that I missed was the one was what is Rosa's daughter's name? Now here's the problem I have with all of the children of Wh- the girls on the show.
1: Okay. Wait, which it was, which one was not
0: her name? Holly was her, not her name. Holly was not her name. I picked Gunilla because I've never heard her even say that. The, yes, I got that wrong, one wrong, too. Um, But the, I struggle with that on the show because their children, there's only a few of the kids that are, like, actually present on the show con- relatively consistently, consistently, and by that I mean a couple episodes at least. Um. And they alternate, like, with names all the time, so oh, you yeah. never really know.
1: Okay, what I have noticed with this show, there are plot holes galore. Yes,
0: yes, so fucking many. There are a lot of plot holes. And they also reuse actors all the time for different characters. Oh, like, okay, I think, give me an example. Like, uh, the Cuban boxer is also the news anchor for the TV show that Rose works on oh the guy who plays miles uh-huh. also played one of played arnie oh yeah that's right and they were both rose's love interests. so like there's there's a lot of things like that that make it really difficult uh, for me that's like a glaring one
1: now that yeah. i think about it because i'm not i i know who miles is because he was pretty significant but i'm way past arnie i think that was the first season
0: Yeah, and then the other one I got wrong was literally just because I don't know actors' names. It was um who what prolific character actor played Sophia's husband? Sophia's husband, yeah, yeah. I didn't know the actor's name, and I wasn't going to Google it. So like that, I got that one wrong. But everything else,
1: I said no cheating. You dirty bitch.
0: Yeah, but I just to me like I'm not looking up actors' names for that. That like I do do that. Like when I see it, like an actor in a movie i'll be like he was in episode three of season 10 of and i have to google it and find out but like for some reason with that show like i just don't give a fuck about the actors names because well, i know the that, main ones
1: that one wasn't that significant sal was in that a couple times like yeah not that much yeah okay i got those wrong those ones wrong too and then i must have gotten like two more wrong do you um, remember them uh i try to commit the the one the rosen island's um, daughter one, because I was like, who the fuck Ganilla?
0: Yeah, I've never heard her say that
1: name, but she probably has. She probably did, I guess. Um, oh, man, I want to I should have screenshotted the ones I got wrong. Oh, the what actor played Lucas Hollingsworth, <coughs> Blanche's uncle. Okay. I got that one wrong. I had no idea. Okay. Um, so that one, the fucking Ganilla one. Mm-hmm Oh, I got the one wrong about the Shady Pines fire. I thought it was someone smoking in bed.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was a faulty heater. Faulty
1: heater, okay. I I think that might have been all. Yeah, that's not bad. Oh, no, wait. I also got Blanche's granddaughter who was conceived via artificial
0: insemination. Oh, I remembered that just because it's a Disney princess. I thought it was Charmaine. That just sounded Southern. Charmaine's her sister. So Charmaine's that her sense. fucking sister. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, they threw a lot of shit in there like that. They to, did. Like, like Ro- like, I think Holly is actually, is that her sister, Rose's sister? Was that her blind sister? I can't remember. But either way, it's someone else in Rose's family. I think that
1: was her blind sister.
0: But I'm Googling that because I want to know now.
1: I think that was all. I think I got the rest right.
0: I just need to know. Yeah. Holly Lindstrom is first appearance and last appearance is little sister. And I'm pretty sure it's a Yeah. Holly Lindstrom is the youngest child of the siblings in Rose's family. So okay, I threw that in and I picked Holly because I knew the name and I'd never heard her say Ganilla before. Fucking Ganilla. I'm like, come the what a fuck fucking, on. Like, God, Rose, I realize you're Swedish, but Jesus. Uh, yeah, Ganilla. But but I just mean like in America, like that's a I don't know. I've never met anybody named Ganilla.
1: No, and I do not remember Yeah, her saying it. Her ever, ever, ever. saying that.
0: Yeah. Well that was good. That was fun. I love Golden Girl shit.
1: Me too. Um yeah, I just the plot holes were crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's there's so fucking many and like I when you watch it so many times you start to pick them up even more of like wow in this episode they said something completely different about Phil and then you know what I mean like the episode where Phil dies and his wife is there mhm like you find a shit ton of flat holes in that from all of the stuff that uh Sophia and Dorothy have said about Rose uh, not Rose uh Phil um
1: there one that I just recognized was there is this episode with a flashback of Sophia's mom And like B. Arthur played Sophia's mom. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. And they, and at that point, Dorothy had been like probably in her 20s or something. And because she was in that flashback. Yeah. So Dorothy was like in her 20s or 30s or whatever. And, you know, her grandmother, Sophia's mom was alive. But then they just said in a. It just said in a, um, in an episode that her mother died when Dorothy was six. And I was like, but you did that flashback where Dorothy was a grown woman.
0: Yeah. And, and like, here's the other thing. Like, I, I find like continuity issues in like, okay, so Sophia grew up in Italy and but then she has like stories where they're not in Italy and she's a child. And then like, when did she ever say her mom came to America? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, there's there's just, you know, and it's just us picking at a show that like, you know, we're taking a little too deeply.
1: But some of them are like pretty glaring, though, and I am surprised that the writers didn't catch
0: it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's fun to pick that stuff out.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's a great show. Yeah. It's been lifting my spirits. So good. That's
0: usually my go to when I'm really depressed is Golden Girls. I mean, it's always my go to. But like when I'm really depressed, it's definitely Golden Girls.
1: Yeah, it's just like, it's just like you're in, you're like with your friends, with your yeah. old lady friends in Miami. Well, and I've talked about this
0: before, but Sophia looks like my grandma. Do you have a picture? I do. Um, I have to she, see. she looks like my grandma. Like, I'm not talking to the T, but very similar, you know, and so it's a comfort to me because it's like I, like, you know, my old Italian grandma.
1: Yeah, and you're is, yeah, and your grandma was like a.
0: Straight out of Italy Italian. Yeah. So we got a lot of those uh back in Italy kind of stories, you know. Um, but I'm gonna send you two photos so that you can see. I'm gonna well I'm gonna send you more than two because I want you to see my grandma when she was younger, because the the picture of them in Belgium is just too precious to not share a I love old photos like that. Like, mm-hmm. all right, there's three of them for you. Get baby Rachel and two of them. Oh,
1: baby Rachel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. No. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. No, that's actually like a little uncanny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their personalities were nowhere near the same. You know what I mean? She but wasn't like, like a shady bitch. <laughs> um. Not in the way that Sophia is. <laughs> Sophia makes me laugh out loud. Yeah, yes. So, um, but how about that fucking old school pick? Oh yeah. Doesn't my pap look like a fucking straight gangster? Straight gangster. It's funny. I Like it looks like he uh
1: killed someone in a back alley.
0: Yeah, yeah. It blows my mind. I never got to meet him, so I don't I don't know. But um I always love that photo, though. But yeah, she really yeah. does look like Sophia, and it's kind of terrifying.
1: No, it's it's like a little bit. It's a little bit uncanny, like the big glasses. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the
0: hair. Like, granted, yeah. she dyed it, so it wasn't like you know white, but the style. Yeah, that's. <laughs> the face structure, like
1: <laughs> that's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, so so that's part of why I love the Golden Girls so much.
1: Oh well, you you saw you or no, you've met my my grandma a couple times. Yeah. Now yes that, doesn't she have low-key like betty white vibes yes like, she really does and yeah i want to hear so many stories from her oh my god she's got them
0: yeah i just she she really does like and a lot of that like just don't give a fuck you know like in a good way though oh you know she, she's a fucking legend like she's a bad bitch <laughs> she is she's a legend
1: yeah she's um she's a character yeah Oh,
0: great it was, it was a great time meeting your family.
1: Oh, they're nuts, but they're mine. Oh, I meant that
0: genuinely. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> no, like I no,
0: genuinely I meant I, that.
1: No, I know you did. I know you did. But um, I just, they're just nuts. But yeah, it's all we all I fucking got, man.
0: I, I think it's great. They're I, my people. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It, it, I always think it's really nice to just meet the family of someone that you really care about because you get to see like where they come from yeah you know? and that's like
1: fair.
0: i don't know it's just it's stupid but i really like it
1: yeah that's any any hot takes um about how BMOS, I, fantastic
0: okay about
1: well specifically about how i formed into this glorious creature that you know and love
0: i can definitely see <laughs> uh, a <uh-oh>. lot of <laughs> how you've turned out to be such a caring genuine kind person okay um and how you I mean like this is good things it's nothing bad okay Um, and just how you appreciate like directness
1: ah heard Um, heard I heard you okay yeah so yeah
0: a lot of things are probably not appropriate for the pod but and they're good they're good things um, yes, they
1: are positive for me,
0: yes, yeah, maybe not so positive for the members of the family, <laughs> yeah, but for you, absolutely, um, and yeah. that's our show, folks, yeah that's it. That was some family DNA drama, yep, bye, oh uh, <laughs> yes, but yeah, no, all good things, and you know we we all have our we all have those members, so. yep, you sure do, yep,
1: I picked up what you laid down there, Good, buddy.
0: I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> um yeah your your wedding was just an emotional fucking time oh
1: my god it it really was like yeah it really was and it's nothing I can really share um but no no but it was just it was just a
0: lot it was just so emotional I will say that I did not tear up a fucking single time while you were getting married all that I was just super fucking happy right Wow. And you guys had your first dance and I was just super fucking happy and excited because you were both so happy. Was it but the father-daughter dance? as soon as your fucking dad started dance with you, I lost my shit. Yeah. And I was just like, mother, every, and that, it doesn't, it never fails. Father-daughter dances are what gets me. Like, yeah. I think I just bundle up all of my emotions until that time. And that just happens to be when they come out.
1: Well, you like me are very close. Like you yeah. and your dad are buds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I had to pick, a fast song to dance with my dad to. So that you wouldn't just weep. So I wouldn't just sob the entire fucking time. Yeah. So um, yours was really good. <laughs> and I felt like such a dick in the car when I was like, whatever the fuck this is, turn it off, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and you guys are like, it's your father. I was like, fuck, well, that makes sense. I can't do no, this. <laughs> it, yeah,
1: Yeah, and it's, that song was, I picked Dead Sea by the Lumineers because the dead sea isn't that's the one that's like so salty that you can't sink
0: yes yes So that's
1: what the lyrics are about how like like you're like the dead sea because i can't sink when i'm with you yeah it's very very fucking it's very fucking emotional and cute
0: it's very touching and yeah i i lost my shit so damn you (sighs) yep so all right well do you have any updates for us other than your marriage update
1: I actually do. Well, okay. none really about Tamla Horsford. Continue okay. to sign the petition on change.org to get her case over to the FBI because the GBI sucks a bag of dicks.
0: Yep.
1: And um, I will share that freely, that they certainly do. Yep. Um, so nothing really on that. They're still at just around like 700, over 700,000 signatures. It hasn't moved a whole lot. Um, but with Purvis Payne, the they tried to get let me let me look let me look this up so i have all my all my words right um they tried to have the shelby county district attorney general's office disqualified um from his case from his death penalty case because they suspected some kind of conflict of interest okay um It was, like, related to the the attorney they they thought had worked on his case, like, in the past, so that, so then they think that he was subjected to, like, very confidential, like, sensitive information about Purvis, making him impartial. Okay. Um, the judge declined that, but they, uh, the judge did say, it's Judge Paula Shakan. She did say that the DA's general's office has not complied with the rules of professional conduct regarding written screening measures for attorney Leslie Byrd and had not filed um, the uh, Leslie Byrd's procedures with the court. So basically, um, they have broken some rules of professional conduct and they expect it to be um they they've been ordered to comply with those rules within 30 days of this order that the judge filed so like i don't know they found their original purvis's team's original complaint was denied but they at least kind of did something
0: about
1: the um kind of weird unorthodox procedures that the that the attorney against him is using so i don't know okay yeah so i don't know i don't know if that's really i mean it's good i guess but i wish that they would have looked more into the conflict of interest with the whole da's office
0: yeah that's
1: yeah so that's all i know he has not (sighs) i i did read from like an article like last week that they're starting to reschedule um Death penalty cases are starting to reschedule executions that were delayed by the pandemic. Um, mm, great. Yeah. Purvis's is not one of them, but they are starting to do that. So. Okay. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if that means his is coming. I don't know. But.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah. So just uh, keep your eyes on that.
0: I uh, Yeah. I just. I really, really fucking hope something
1: happens soon. S- same. Yep, yeah, so that's my only update. You got any?
0: No. I just looked nothing on the Summerton man.
1: Man, so, I want that to come out so bad. I
0: know. I know it's killing me. So Um, I kinda have a hometown. Okay. Tell me a story. So I am doing Edward Surratt. Okay. Who is the serial killer from Aliquippa? Ooh. Um, it does not have DNA. <laughs> But (laughs) that's fine. But um I really wanted to cover him because it's it's fucking Pittsburgh, dude. Like (laughs) um, and there's also this whole fucking series called Notorious that's about him. I didn't watch it because it's long as shit and I did this story like overnight, so I just didn't have time. Um so if you're wanting a more like a deep dive on him, that's probably a better option for you. This is just kind of like a little smattering, a tasting, if you will. Okay. Um so uh and I'm very rusty so bear with me. Okay, uh my sources it. are Wikipedia as always, thanks for being the uh you know the OG Wikipedia. Um computer don't do this to me right now please. I can't I can't handle it. What else? Um NBC Philadelphia, uh Times online, Pittsburgh Post Gazette um usa today yeah so there's a there's a lot of like news sources and then i clicked on some of the links and it took me to like old as fuck newspaper articles that i'm just not citing right now because they're in the wikipedia so if you want them they're there
1: yeah i imagine there's a good bit of information
0: yeah i might also be saying his name wrong i just realized surat s-u-r-r-a-t-t
1: hmm i would have i would have thought that
0: All right. We're going with it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Edward Arthur Surratt was born August 8th, 1941 in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. He was the son of Arthur Surratt, who was a successful entrepreneur in the area. And while I was researching, I couldn't find any information about his mother or like what kind of business his dad actually ran. Um, but all the sources seem to say that he grew up in a stable home and his family didn't struggle or worry about money at all. Um, so he attended school in the Alameda school districts up until eighth grade. He did really well, like had honors in all of his classes and everything. Um, but in the ninth grade, it seemed that faded away and he lost interest in school. Uh, he found himself on the streets more skipping school. And in the late 1950s, he started to get involved in different criminal activities. In 1959, he received a fine for disturbing the peace and then was also kicked out of school for truancy. His parents like begged him, I guess, to go back to high school to graduate. So he did. Um, And then shortly after, he ended up getting arrested again for disturbing the peace. And during that, like um, that arrest, he got into an altercation with a the arresting officer and hit him. So he was convicted of assault and sentenced to 14 months at SCI Camp Hill. Um, After serving his time, he actually enrolled in Youngstown University in Ohio uh, with the financial help of his parents. But again, he quickly lost interest in studying and he was expelled in 1963. He returned to Aliquippa with his parents and did odd jobs before he was drafted into the army in March of 1964. Um, And he was at Fort Dix in New Jersey, where he was disciplined at least twice uh during his service once was for actually getting in a fight with a colleague and he actually injured him with a pipe during the fight oh yeah um so like vi- <laughs> it just seems like he was violent in nature from a pretty early age <laughs> um and then again he got in trouble for abandoning his post and getting arrested by local police for dangerous driving and possessing illegal weapons So he was dismissed from the army in August of 1965. And I talked to my dad about this because like, I was like, he probably would have gotten like a bad conduct or something. You know what I mean? Like from that. And he ended up re-enlisting later on. And I was like, how the fuck? What? (laughs) Yeah. So when we get to that point, um, we'll talk. It's shortly after this, but. He was dismissed from the Army in August of 1965, but while he was away in that same year, his father had actually passed away due to complications from throat cancer. So when he returned home, he actually inherited his father's business. Um, He was really inexperienced, and I guess there were some other complications that caused him and the business his father had successfully built to go bankrupt, Um, And to escape that, he enlisted in the Marines in October of 1966. So I was like, I realize it's a different branch, but wouldn't they have seen that he had a bad conduct? Mm. Like, I'm truly trying to think back to, like, experience with, like, our work and everything. And, like, I'm just, it just kind of blows my mind. I mean, unless he didn't get a bad conduct. I don't know how he couldn't have gotten something with, like... Both of those, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't either because I feel like they've, and by they I mean like the military has given worse for less,
0: yeah, for way less. Yeah. So I, I don't. It kind of blows my mind. But also, I'm trying to keep in mind that this was like right before Vietnam, and they were probably like, yeah, we want everyone to enlist, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: maybe they just turned a blind eye. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. So in 1967, he was sent to Vietnam. And he was there for several years and fought during the Tet Offensive. In 1969, he was injured after being wounded in the chest and having a severe concussion that ended up rupturing his eardrum. Uh, He was treated in a military hospital over several months and then released in 1970 before being demobilized. Uh, Surratt took part in 11 military operations, was awarded the Gallantry Cross, which is like an award from Vietnam, I guess. Mm -hmm um and the purple heart for his service between 1967 and
1: 1970. Wow. Yeah. So he uh, went from being kind of a like I mean not so good of a what was he soldier?
0: Uh, yeah, in the army to a good marine. For a really good marine. Okay. Um and then he went back to being shit again, so, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> um when he got back to the war, And back back from the war, back to the States, he got married and he moved to North Carolina and started work as a truck driver. Um, And at that time, he started to exhibit uh, symptoms of PTSD uh, and he became very antisocial. In 1973, he was arrested on an attempted rape charge of a 13 year old boy in Virginia Beach. Um, and he was found guilty and convicted, but he served less than four years in prison before being released in January of 1977. Uh, and at that time, he went back to his home in Aliquippa. Hmm. He he just has like a really. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunities here where, like, they could have caught him. Like, you know, yeah. And did, you're just like, he like go oh, okay. back to his wife. It doesn't say, like, and that's why, like, I really do want to watch that Notorious documentary, but I just did not have the time. Because <laughs> hmm, um, I think they do a much deeper dive into him and his life and everything, so. um, And I had never even heard of him until recently, and he's from here. Yeah, that's wild. So... Um, during the fall and winter of 1977 and 78, there were at least 27 murders, mostly in Ohio and in Pennsylvania, but some were, you know, other places. And often the perpetrator would break into homes, shoot the males in the home, and then rape and kill the women in the home. It caused a panic in the communities, obviously. And Surratt was a suspect um, and was under surveillance for a while. He was arrested and interrogated, but denied any involvement. And since there was no evidence, he ended up being released. And then uh, on June 6th, 1978, Surratt was seen driving a car that belonged to Luther Langford, who had recently been killed at his home in Columbia, South Carolina. The man had been murdered with a baseball bat. Ugh. And his wife had also been beaten with the baseball bat, but she survived. Um, And while they tried to arrest Surratt in Aliquippa because they had seen him driving that vehicle that was stolen, uh, seven officers tried to detain him, but he fiercely resisted and managed to escape by hiding in a nearby metallurgical plant on the Ohio River. So in case you don't know, Pittsburgh is very much known for like um, steel mills,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, just for anybody who's listening uh, that doesn't know because we clearly know. Um, so, like along the Ohio River, there's a lot of steel mills and stuff, and that's essentially kind of what he hid in. Hmm. Um, so Surratt wasn't found, and he was put on a wanted list. They examined Langford's car, and they found the murder weapon with Surratt's fingerprints. Um, I'm calling that DNA for this episode. As there you well, go. <laughs> yeah, uh, as well as uh, many items that actually belonged to 30 year old disabled Vietnam War veteran Joseph Weinman. And his 29-year-old wife, Catherine Weinman, who were beaten to death on September 30th, 1977, in their Marshall Township, Pennsylvania, home. Um, So this struck me as really, really weird. And it's just because of my experience with Vietnam veterans. Because I've grown up around so many of them because my dad's a Vietnam vet. It blows my mind that a Vietnam vet would kill another Vietnam vet so violently. Hmm. Um. Especially another like a dis another disabled Vietnam veteran. Because like when my dad sees another Vietnam veteran out and about, it's always welcome home, brother. And then they like talk about like anything and everything. It's like they've known each other forever. And that is 99% of the time what happens when he sees another Vietnam veteran. It's like they're they're like just connected by the soul. That's mm-hmm. the best way I can describe it. So like when I read that, I was like, holy shit, he killed another Vietnam veteran. Like, you think he knew i don't know um it's i i mean like he i just feel like he had to have known
1: that he might not roughly, have that seems like a pretty personal murder for I, him I have, not have, to
0: yeah to go. have not known every like in every one of these murders like it just feels like there's just just the way he killed them it's just it feels too personal and it's not like it's mm-hmm. just he broke in and decided to beat them with a baseball bat you know mm-hmm. um so he might not have known and i guess that's a good point but like i just i read that and i was like fuck yeah <laughs> you know so i don't even know where where's marshall township is that local
1: well well you know what, i was wondering that because close to me is uh a little borough called marshall Shade Land, and i uh marshall township that just sounds like a. that sounds it's like a mccandless
0: thing. franklin yeah okay yeah north allegheny like, yeah that's
1: kind of up up this way ish
0: yeah so lots of lots of little towns near us um so he traveled to florida in june of 1978 um and stopped in a town called volano beach uh, and this is where he fucked up uh, uh, he done goofed so, he done goofed <laughs> Um, on July 1st, he broke into a home and attacked the family living there. He beat the father and tied him up, and then he threatened the woman and raped her and then sexually assaulted their 15-year-old daughter. Um, it's the same as same MO as the previous cases, except he made a really stupid mistake. And personally, I think he just got comfortable at this point because he hadn't gotten caught and had escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up smoking marijuana and got super, super drunk and fell asleep in the bedroom. <laughs> Uh, Classic. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. You know? Wow. Um, so instead of, you know, and usually he kills the males first. So that's why I was like, what? Well, you just got comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? So the father actually managed to get untied and went to get help. um Sheriff deputies surprised him because he was sleeping in the bedroom. um And they grabbed the rifle. He had a rifle that he had stolen, actually. And that's how he had, you know, threatened them and everything. It took 3 deputies to restrain him even though oh, he was drunk shit. and high. Damn. Yeah. So, um, while they investigated, they realized that the MO was similar to the other attacks and they actually investigated Surratt for involvement in at least 18 other murders. Uh, mm-hmm. he was sentenced to two life uh life imprisonment terms and an additional 200 years. For the burglary, assault, rape, and murder threats of the family in Florida, uh, and during that trial, he actually admitted to the murder of 56-year-old John Shelkins, who was killed with a shotgun at his home in Baden, Pennsylvania, on January 7th, 1978, um, as well as brutally attacking his wife, Catherine Shelkins, who who did survive. Um, After that trial, he was extradited to Lexington County, South Carolina to be tried for the murder and attempted murder of the Langfords Um, because, you know, the husband died and the wife survived. Um, He was found guilty and given two additional life terms. Damn. Yeah. So because of the sentences being so long with absolutely no chance of Surratt being released, the BB, 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 (laughs) BB. (laughs) bb i we literally just had this conversation about beaver county (laughs) (laughs) oh beaver county uh the beaver county prosecutors uh actually refused to prosecute or formally charge him in 1980 because of just the costs of extraditing him to pennsylvania to give him more charges you know on top of the already hundreds year-long sentence that he had Mm um so and that was in 1980 um he was also the suspects in the murder of 28-year-old Frank Ziegler, who was shot with a 38-caliber revolver, uh, September 27th, um, which was a few meters away from the Weinman couple's house. Mm. Uh, also the murders of 34-year-old Richard Hyde and his wife Donna Hyde, who were killed with a shotgun at their Moon Township home on December 4th.
1: Uh, that's close.
0: Yep. Uh the November 20th murders of 29 year old William Adams and his wife Nancy in Falston, Pennsylvania. Uh, William's corpse was found at his home and his wife remains missing. They still have not found her body. Shut up. Yeah. Um, and then on New Year's Eve, 1977, Surratt was in Breezewood, okay. um, which, just for those who are listening, Breezewood is like a big interchange, uh, like for the Turnpike and Route 30. And it's just like, It's very well-known on Mm -hmm. the turnpike. Um, And on that day, 64-year-old Guy Mills, his wife Laura, and a 36-year-old man named Joel Kruger were all killed with a shotgun. Uh, The bodies of Guy and Laura Mills uh, were discovered around 7 a.m. on New Year's Day in 1978 in their ransacked Breezewood home. Uh, And then three hours later, a truck driver found the body of 36-year-old Joel Kruger in a parked car along Interstate 70 three miles from the mills home. They were all killed with a shotgun. Um, And then they also found credit card receipts and a number of other evidence that showed Surratt was in Boardman, Ohio, which made him not far from where another similar murder had occurred. So he was a suspect for that murder as well.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: So he's all over the place. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he is, but he's like, uh, he's like, what am I trying to say? Oh, like like East Ohio and then West.
0: southwestern PA. So- yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So he's been housed in various institutions in Florida since his arrest. Um. He's eighty years old now.
1: Oh, this motherfucker is still kicking.
0: Oh, he's still kicking and healthy too. Oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, on May eighth, nineteen ninety three, he tried to escape during a transfer to a prison in Polk County. He attacked a police officer, seized his vehicle, so he was almost successful, Um, but then he was stopped, and he was charged with attempted escape and received an additional two years and six months imprisonment on his already 400-year-plus sentence.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: Like, why even waste the resources at that point? Yeah,
1: seriously. Like, oh, my God.
0: Like, mark down what he did, and, you know, like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So... In 2007, Surratt confessed to an additional six murders. Uh, There seemed to be no reason he just confessed. Um, The murders of David and Linda Hamilton, which happened September 20th, 1977, in Beaver Township, Ohio. Uh, The murders of 63-year-old John Davis and his 61-year-old wife, Mary, who were killed with a shotgun in Beaver Township, I think, Pennsylvania, in November of 1977. Uh, Surratt also claimed to have killed 17-year-old John Feeney, who was shot to death on October 22nd in 1977 in Findlay Township, Pennsylvania, while he was trying to meet his 16-year-old old fiance, Renee Greger. Um, after finding Feeney's body, Greger was reported missing. And nobody knows what happened to her. Damn. So they never found a body. They never found her alive. Like, to this day, we still don't know. So he probably killed her too.
1: Oh, for sure. I, yeah.
0: Um, and then I hate,
1: I hate when they can't find the bodies. Like I don't know, that just bums me the fuck out.
0: Yeah, I mean, like he's saying he killed her, but it's one of those things. Like I don't, uh, he has no reason to confess. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing, the thing about this is, like, he's trying to use her as an. Ex- You'll see in a minute. Okay. So after killing John Feeny. He claimed he took Renee hostage, took her to a wooded area where he threatened to rape her and shot her in the mouth and then buried her body. So he actually agreed to tell them where he put Gregor, uh, Renee Gregor and John Feeney. And also for um, Hamilton, the other woman that, you know, is missing and they've never found. Uh, He said he would tell them where they were buried and to testify in the other murders in exchange for a transfer to a penitentiary in South Carolina because the conditions there were more lenient.
1: Oh, so yeah, he was just trying to trade off.
0: Right. So that's why I, that's why I was like he he probably killed her but like truthfully we don't know. Like he I just feel like he was just using that, you know? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Um so it was denied of course and there was no agreement that was reached. And then in 2021 in June he confessed to killing William and Nancy Adams, uh, who were the the false in residents that he was under suspicion for. William Adams was thirty one. He had died of a shotgun blast to the chest, and then Nancy was kidnapped and killed. Um, William's body was discovered by seven year old his se- his own seven year old child. Uh, um, terrible. Yeah, and then Guy and Laura Mills and Joe Joel Krueger and John Shelkins. Once again, he confessed to all of them. Um, but the Pennsylvania district attorneys didn't pursue, like, the prosecution of him because his life sentences and the costs to extradite him to PA just to slam him with more charges when he's already never going to get out of prison. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, Edward Surratt. Wow, what a whole piece of shit. Yep, yep. And like I said, that was really just like a smattering. Um, if you want to hear more about him, check out that uh, notorious um i can't, I gotta see what what it's on i was track. just gonna ask
1: that yeah wow i did not realize he was uh quite such as a piece of shit prolific yeah yeah that's um, pretty fucking crazy
0: okay yeah uh the award-winning times video series notorious um so let me look it up because i wasn't sure They mention it in some of like the articles and stuff.
1: It's from it's like from Time.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's really funny because like when I hear Notorious, I think of the uh, Biggie Smalls movie.
1: Oh, see, I think I think of Notorious R B G. God rest. Yeah, yeah.
0: Soul. I mean that's fair. Um, it's on YouTube, I think.
1: Oh, okay. I'm I'm trying to look too.
0: Cause I just found it on YouTube, but yeah. So what an appropriate fucking story to do on veterans day. I didn't even consider that.
1: Oh God, we didn't. Yeah. I didn't even put that together.
0: Yep. Until right now, but it is what it is. And that's the story I did.
1: (laughs) Well, um, thanks to all veterans except Edward (laughs) Srot.
0: Yeah. I mean, even thanks to him, but you know, still. You can get fucked.
1: Uh, Yeah, wow. Your your military
0: service does not make you not a piece of shit for murdering all those people, so.
1: I cannot believe that he's still alive. Like, I don't know. 80 years old and kicking. Right. Wow. Yeah, I still can't. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it does seem like it's on YouTube. I think you're right. Um, I'm seeing Notorious episode 6. Uh, a victim a victim lives oh and that's about I think that's about the person that survived maybe
0: yeah I I saw it was s- something about survival so
1: yeah. well that was good that was brutal damn so yeah okay well um, do you have anything for padded room <sighs> no no well, I wanted to shout out a podcast that I've been finding very entertaining. It's called Sounds Like a Cult.
0: Okay, um, love it.
1: It's really, really interesting. So it's about, like, these quote-unquote, like, cults, like, that we that we fall into, like, either major, like, fandoms or... So, for example, the one that I honestly f- found the most interesting was about LuLaRoe. Yeah. And about how, like, because we all know that that's, well... In my opinion, don't no one sue me. This is my opinion. They are a pyramid scheme, right?
0: They are 100% yeah. a pyramid
1: scheme. Yeah. But like it goes so much deeper than that. Like I was mind blown. I was completely mind blown. I mean, I'm talking like people uh the um the heads of the company telling the sellers to like look a certain way, dress a certain mm-hmm. way, have their hair and makeup done a certain way, like crazy shit and so it's just about different things like that like things you wouldn't normally think of as a cult but and then they kind of rate them so they they rate them on um using like three different categories ones live your life so uh not that you know like not really not really culty once they kind of dive into it another one is watch your back and then the third one is get the fuck out <laughs> Okay. And I think for LuLaRoe, I think they rated that one to get the fuck out.
0: I had friends who sold Lu- LuLaRoe and it just seemed super, super culty. And like before it all came out about how mm-hmm. fucked their practices were, like I bought the shit out of LuLaRoe because it was so comfortable. Yeah. And- and it
1: was such, it was just like a trend. It was. Yeah. And they were. Yeah. They were comfortable. Um, it was just like a thing, and they talked to so on the podcast episode, they talked to a former seller and about how now she like um she like it it's like her message to like spread the word about how fucking weird and culty they are yeah um That's it's awesome. it's really it's a really really cool podcast. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones like they did like sororities and fraternities which oh, like, so culty, which like duh. Yeah. Um except what 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 was really interesting about that was that they kind of touched on how fraternities are like arguably a little more culty than sororities just because of their such like violent hazing um okay. tactics. Yeah. Uh,
0: I can see that.
1: Yeah. They did they did um they did flat earthers. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did the royal family, um they did uh like celebrity stands like when they get really problematic like when people stand up for a celebrity so much that they kind of don't like think clearly you know what i mean yeah yes um yeah it was oh mega churches oh my god they did oh mega churches yeah they did so many um and it, I don't know, it was really interesting and it was really thought-provoking and they bring on cool guest speakers. So check it out. I thought I
0: am thoroughly enjoying it. Okay. I'm sure I will absolutely love it because I love yeah. that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have something. Okay. I started watching the third season of You.
1: Oh, God. I can't bring myself. How is it?
0: I mean, like, it's... I just keep screaming at the characters because, you know, what else do you do? Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, that um, I it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's more of like I'm frustrated with them than anything. That's why it's disappointing.
1: I yeah. I mean, I could see. You. I I see why you want to watch it because you've come this far. We. Yeah. The tr- We actually watched the trailer, um, Joe and I, who, <laughs> isn't it weird that the original, like, first season, it was Joe and Beck?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, I
1: know. It fucks me up every time. Yeah. Uh, but we watched the trailer for the newest season, and I'm just like, this is so over the top. Like, Jesus. It's,
0: Yeah. And I'm seeing all these memes about, like, uh, you and Dexter, like, so Joe and Dexter being compared. And I'm just like, where where's the comparison? I don't. Mm,
1: not really, because now.
0: But it's more Sorry. of like um, Dexter would just wipe the floor with Joe kind of shit. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Dexter,
1: Dexter would kill Joe. Yeah, it would be
0: done. It'd be over.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, God, Dexter. That's such a what a fucking ethical, like, just ugh. rabbit hole you could go down for. Dexter. Yes.
0: All, all of it truly i just yeah so that's my padded room i started watching that and then i uh i'm finally all done with american horror story except i'm on the alien season and i'm really struggling why i don't do aliens <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> if i knew this yeah we've had that whole talk remember my creepy the creepy experience in the south side like all that shit like aliens truly are one of the only things that scare the fuck out of me
1: i get i mean yeah i knew about uh, obviously about about that but i didn't i guess i didn't really realize they truly terrified you oh
0: yeah i don't i don't i don't fuck with aliens like i don't (laughs) i don't do alien movies i'm not a fan even like avatar get the fuck out of here i don't care that's how like, I am. That's how I am with like with anything
1: like demonic. I don't. I don't do. Oh yeah, no. I will watch that and go to sleep like a baby. Mm-mm, I don't do demonic shit. I just have. I feel like. Uh. Mm. It's. It's like an energy thing. I just feel like even like entertaining that kind of dark energy will just like fuck me up. I. I don't know. I just I don't. Mean, I don't do demonic
0: shit. I get it. That's kind of how I feel with the aliens. Like yeah. I just don't. I'm good. I Mothman. If he's an alien, we're chill. I'm good. <laughs> um, like and all those kind of like cryptid alien stories don't freak me out. But it's, it's the more, ones I, I get what you mean. It's more of like the true extra extraterrestrial,
1: like Yes. Y- yeah, I I can i can see i can see the difference there i don't know how but i do
0: i don't i don't and i don't know how to explain it because like i believe in them i think they're very much real and like they probably you know i think that's i think that's why it scares you (laughs) i guess yeah because like the other shit like what i believe in ghosts and everything else and that shit doesn't scare me like rattle those pans, Um, i don't give a fuck but like but
1: but i think it's more is it like more of the unknown It's def yeah because space
0: freaks me out too.
1: Oh, space freaks me the fuck out. Absolutely.
0: So I think it's something with that. You know what I mean? Like
1: oh yeah, space is terrifying. Yeah. We've had we've had. I feel like we've had that talk several times. Like space or the depths of the ocean, both are fucking terrifying. Don't get me wrong, but space is worse.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's just never fucking ending. Like the ocean has to end at some point.
1: Well, and like, uh, it's like. If I died in the ocean, I would... Okay, I know how I would die. I would drown. The pressure pressure would essentially suffocate me, and I would drown, and I would sink all the way down to wherever the bottom is. Where do you go in space? What happens to you?
0: Well, I know you freeze to death, essentially, and there's no oxygen, so you just kind of float.
1: So, right, but, like, then I get sucked up into a black
0: hole? Like, what? Yeah, I guess. I don't... Yeah, see, you guess. You don't Yeah. We don't, I don't know. we don't know. No. That's that's what's scary. Yeah, I just uh I I don't know. I just yeah, space really really freaks me out. The ocean does too. Have you seen any of these like I started following this TikTok that posts mermaid videos? No. Yes. And they're actually really cool. Uh
1: okay. like like
0: do, like I'm talking like captured footage, footage like Bigfoot, you know what I mean, but mermaids. Mm. Um it's interesting. No. Some not- of the shit.
1: Okay, but that's not an alien to you. No, that's not. No, because
0: a- it's a tr- it's a tr- it's a being from our planet yeah, that we just like- haven't discovered yet.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Like animals from our planet that we haven't discovered yet don't freak me out. And like, honestly, cryptids that we think are aliens don't like the the Fresno the White Walker like the the ones with the big long legs. Are like they're in like parachute pants. Have mm-hmm. You seen those? Those don't freak me out because hmm. I feel like I could just kick them and run. But like. I don't, I don't know, man. Like the the grays and like all that kind of shit that freaks me out. It freaks me out, and I'm sure they're here and they're listening and they're gonna kill me now. So we're
1: <laughs> no, they probably like that you're scared of them.
0: Yeah, I would be a subservient. Uh,
1: yeah, they'd be like, oh, we could brainwash her.
0: Ooh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> they just nope. I'm good. I like. I tried to watch Independence Day when I was a kid. Nope, can't do it. So you're struggling with the alien American horror story. Yeah, really bad and like it's all about the aliens impregnating people so that's even worse Eh, that's pretty gross because i don't do well with like pregnancy shit either (laughs) so it's just like a whole mess of things that i am i don't like (laughs) you don't do well with pregnancy like oh yeah no i have like a phobia oh like i can handle watching like to an extent But I like if you ever seen the videos that moms post that they think are cute whenever they're pregnant and you can see the baby like pushing on their stomach. Nope. That's a parasite. (laughs) Can't do it. Okay. I mean, that's fair. It just. uh, No. (laughs) No.
1: All right. Well, all you preggos out there, stay the fuck away from Rachel. Yeah, I
0: love you. And I'm sure your kids will be super fucking cute. But I can't. I can't do it. Freaks me. Yeah, that's fair. You know it's it's not cute to see them push on your stomach it's actually kind of terrifying it makes me think they're gonna rip out (laughs) (laughs) like something out of alien so even worse
1: oh okay see it's all connected
0: yeah so okay well now that we've explored my phobias um do you want to do the socials
1: (laughs) sure we are on facebook uh chardonnay and sign dna instagram at chardonnay is it Chardonnay DNA? Oh, my God. I'm so rusty. No, that's
0: Twitter. Uh, ah. Chardonnay DNA. Oh, Char-
1: okay. Instagram Chardonnay and DNA. The Twitter we never use is Chardonnay DNA. Please send us story ideas. We've actually gotten a couple good ones that I've looked mm-hmm. at. Um, so keep sending those. You can send them on any of the socials besides Twitter. Don't fuck with Twitter. But yeah. you can send them on Instagram, Facebook, or email DNA at gmail.com. Website com. you can buy shit join our patreon all that groovy i was gonna say groovy jizzy but it's i think i meant jazzy <laughs>
0: I started to say uh, groovy horse shit, so it's okay. I said
1: groovy. I meant to say groovy, jizzy. But but it was about to come out as jizzy. So yeah, (laughs) all that jizzy jazz.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Also, you can purchase t-shirts for the people in your life that enjoy our podcast for Christmas. There's a Christmas present idea. God, please do. Yeah, I'm really tired of them sitting in my house, to be totally honest. I'd like to ship them off to lands unknown. So.
1: To the aliens?
0: listen if they would rock a t-shirt sure I'll cut extra holes for extra arms if we have to we'll make it work <laughs> um all right yeah that's it all right keep it weird y'all <laughs> bye can you can you talk a little quieter because I'm recording the podcast and it's picking up your entire power <laughs> You did several times, (laughs) but that's okay. All right, Becky says happy Veterans Day.
1: Thank you, Becky, and your fucking microphone, fucking dead.
0: They are okay. (laughs) Bye.